What it do? It's your girl, Miss Snapback Body Queen, and I'm backly, 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 back in the building with another one for you guys. Today, we are going to be discussing ATL Baddies. I don't know if you guys have seen that show on Zeus Network, but it is a show from some of the girls that was on the Bad Girls Club that created this show, as in Tanisha, Natalie Nunn, Sarah, Seven, Christina. I don't want to miss anybody else. I I, I really don't want to <laughs> miss nobody. But the only person I think left to name is Judy and Homegirl, which we all know as Sydney Star. <laughs> yeah, so they all were on the ATL batting show together on Zeus in one house. You know, more of like... Basically, I personally feel like they only made this show to get a bag. Like anybody else. Make a show, participate on the show, get a bag for the show. I ain't gonna lie. I always felt like Natalie Nunn was about her bag. Like, I always felt like she was about a bag. And I'm not gonna lie. I I do also feel like Natalie, out of all the bad girls ever in history I personally feel like Natalie and Tanisha are two of the girls that weigh that bad girl shit like really heavy in their heart like they really weigh that shit like heavy on their heart but I just feel like Natalie she might weigh a little bit more harder than Tanisha if if that makes sense or something because my first time seeing Natalie, as anybody else, would probably been on the Bad Girls Club. And looking at how she was on the Bad Girls Club, now so dedicated into that shit. Now that she done got older, got married, had a family, or whatever the case may be. Like, I still feel like that shit is deep in her heart. Like, that's her real true passion now, Bad Girls Club. And besides the point of all that, or whatever like that. I just feel like, for one, please don't, (laughs) when I say this, folks, please do not take this the wrong way because I love everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody, excuse me, the LBGQ community, I love everybody, but I just personally feel like Sydney Starr really played her goddamn role on that show. I honestly feel like she played her part. And if she wasn't able to make it inside of the bad girl's actual house, honey, on the season, she left her mark. Do you hear me? She left her whole entire fucking mark at that damn house at ATL Baddies. She got as much camera time as she could possibly get, as she possibly needed. And she, she put on. Like, I got to give it to her. She put on. She really fucking put on. Like, and not put on in a bad way. Like, she did. She came there. 
When it was time to motherfucking lights, camera, action, she got into that mode. It was lights, camera, action, bitch. Because from my understanding, from me watching this show, what I got out of it was that all that bullying and stuff she was doing with Judy and trying to fight Judy. Well, not trying to fight her because we know at the end of the day, you're still a man and you can't hit a woman. But... You know, arguing with the girl, picking fights with the girl, trying to kick the girl out the room and all that type of stuff. Like, you did all of that on camera. But from my understanding was when y'all was off camera, you and Judy was buddy-buddy. Y'all was talking, laughing, kiki-ki, and that was your best friend off camera. But as soon as the cameras started rolling, she became your worst enemy in the house. That's the only part I didn't, like, fuck with. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to be a person, be that person. Don't change or switch up for no camera or for nobody. Like, if this who you are and you really fuck with me, then fuck with me. Because if I was Judy, that's what I would have told her. Like, look, bitch, I don't need you wishy-washy bipolar this ass with me. Because if you're going to fuck with me when the camera's off, fuck with me when the, when the camera's on. That's how I feel about that situation, to be honest with you. Like, Judy could have, like, but I can't really hold Judy to it either. Because Judy, watching Judy in the bad girl's house, we already know how Judy get down. We know Judy going to drink like hell. She going to have her voodoo doll, do her little voodoo, say her little voodoo prayers, or whatever the case may be. And talk a little shit to your ass. But at the end of the day, we all know Judy is not a fighter. We all know Judy not a fighter. But I even seen that Sydney was pushing Judy to the point where it was just like, either I have to like get out here and beat this bitch ass and I don't want to hit this man, but either I have to beat this bitch ass or go home about my sick dog. <laughs> So Judy decided to go home and tend to her sick dog instead of continuing to deal with Sydney bullshit, which I have to give her a round of applause on that because for one, we all know Judy ain't no motherfucking fighter. She going to drink hella liquor and she going to talk cash shit, but she ain't no goddamn fighter. And we all know that. Now. Moving along to Christina and Natalie fight they had in the house, right? Because I got to say the crybaby for last. Yo, if you watch the show, then we all know who the crybaby is. I got to say the crybaby for the last. You know, they say say the best for the last. You got to say the best for the last. Okay, moving on to Christina and Natalie fight. From my understanding with that fight, watching the actual fight play out on Zeus and listening to Christina live and her explaining how it went down and what parts got cut out and all this and that. I just personally feel like Natalie is another one that when this lights camera action, she don't go. You feel me? Natalie is another one that in the bad girl's house, she got a big ass motherfucking mouth. 
Back then, I ain't, back, to be honest with y'all, back then, I don't even think Natalie knew how to fight back then. All I knew, she knew how to talk fucking shit to people and throw fucking water and shit at people. Or pick up something and try to throw it because she knew security was going to come play Captain Saberhole. But I really, really, really in my heart feel like if a bitch seen Natalie out on the street and ask her for a fade, that's something she just can't put to, can't get them, can't present to them because she don't have no fucking security. We all know that she gonna swing like hell and run up on you like hell when it's a whole bunch of securities in the room. But let it not be no motherfucking securities in the room and a bitch catch you slipping outside by your motherfucking self in Duval or wherever the fuck she 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 was over pimping them little girls trying to get that goddamn money and shit. Yeah, y'all ain't yeah, that's 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 for that's for another episode. I'm just saying. Over there tricking them little girls in Dubai and Making them have sex with these fucking millionaires and shit. And then you fucking take the fucking money and don't even goddamn pay these motherfucking girls for motherfucking doing sexual favors to put money in their goddamn pocket, which really only benefited you and put money in your goddamn pocket. But that's a whole nother motherfucking episode. Okay, people, that's a whole nother motherfucking episode. Back to the topic at hand. I feel like Christina would have dog walked the shit out of Natalie in that room. Never get it motherfucking twisted, bitch. Christina come from the street. Do you hear me? She get out there in the street and fight. Bitch, call her out in Walmart, bitch. She gonna meet you in the parking lot. What's up? You feel me? She ain't nothing like Natalie. She ain't give a fuck about security. Being there or not being there, bitch. If I want to beat your ass, I'm gonna beat your ass. Straight up. Straight up. And I just feel like, you feel me? Yeah, Natalie was trying that girl, but at the same time, you ain't, you ain't really want to fight Christina. Because if Christina, because if, if security would have stepped to the side and said, okay, y'all get y'all one. Christina was beating Natalie ass in that room, and I don't care what you say. That's just like, before this um, ATL shit even fucking came about, and Sarah, Natalie, Christina... Rocky, Jada, and goddamn um Rocky side 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 kick, whatever fuck on that Shannon. When all of them was sitting in that room discussing the same show, and Jada and Natalie got into it. The only reason why Natalie did what she did to Jada when they fought, when she slashed her ass up and hit her head on that table, was because she knew Jada was motherfucking small. She knew that bitch sitting next to her that she kept telling, don't touch my fucking chair. Shannon, Rocky sidekick, she knew Shannon was high as fuck. Like, it, I feel like she, like, she know who to try. It's almost like Jocelyn. Jocelyn know who to try. Jocelyn know who to sell out to in their face and behind motherfucking closed doors. She know who to sell out to. And I just feel like Natalie know who to touch and who not to touch. Natalie know who face to get in and who, who face not to get in. Because if you ask me, bitch, when motherfucking Megan came to see what's up, it was peace treaty and you feel me? She she needed Tanisha there. And oh, whoa, where's Tanisha? And this and that. Oh, you need Tanisha now. Like, what the fuck Tanisha gonna do? Because I done seen motherfucking Megan be two bitches ass at the same time by her motherfucking self. So what the fuck is Tanisha gonna do? And this bitch dressed in all black with a hoodie on and motherfucking big ass motherfucking plaits in her head. Ready to fight, bitch. 
That's what she came there for. Party, party, party my ass. She ain't want to party with no Cindy. She came there for a fucking fight. Did she get one? Hell nah. Because these hoes want to be peacemaker. They want to shake hands and do all that extra shit. Because now they know who to try. Like I said. At the end, and then, then you got a nerve and confessions to sit your ass up there and say, oh, because um, Megan and Megan don't want to fight. She don't want to fucking fight because she already know. What she know? That you soft as hell and she might drag your ass, Natalie? All right, I think I'm getting too in my feelings with that. Duh. Time to move on to the crybaby. Sarah. 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 Why are you crying, Sarah? Every time you turn around, Sarah, you crying about something. You complaining about something. What's the problem, boo-boo? Let's get it together, honey. Like that fucking scene when the scrippers came in the house and the last little bit of scrippers that was dancing, the two men, when they left, you ain't your feelings. But from the time the scripper started coming out and you were shaking your ass to get Sydney up there, you was just fine. But as soon as them strippers came out and you see that Natalie was over there cackling with Seven and Tanisha and none of them and they walk over there to your couch, which I personally feel like, shit, what the fuck she walking over there to you for? What the fuck she in your ass for? Bitch, you want to be around me? Come over here with me. Seven got off the couch and walked over there, ran over there by Natalie and Tanisha. Sarah, you was the only one that sat in that same spot and did not move until you got up on that table to shake your big, ugly-ass booty. I'm just keeping that shit 100. She got a big, ugly-ass booty to me. And that's my opinion. I don't give a fuck. Say what you want to say. The girl got a big, ugly-ass booty. I hate when people get their butt done and it don't match up with their thighs or their legs. Like, I hate that. It just looks so off to me. Like, why, why is y'all even touching the bodies that God bless y'all with? But that's another topic, too. We're going we gonna to talk about that, too, in the episode. But back to it, though. You cry so much. You feel like Natalie owe you something. When I personally feel like Natalie don't owe you a motherfucking thing. She don't even owe you a friendship if she don't want to give you that. You can't make somebody be your friend, let alone you can't make somebody be a good friend to you. If you feel like a person is, ain't acting as a friend that you will act towards them, then leave that bitch alone. Leave that, leave, leave that bitch alone like real shit. Because if I'm friends with somebody and I just feel like, well, every time the cameras come on or every time you get around certain people, you give me your ass to kiss. You don't want to deal with me and this and that and that and this. Well, baby, if I'm going to feel like that about somebody, then that means I don't need to be with you. Be around you. Be up under you. Breathe the same air as you. No, none of that, bitch. That means we're not friends. You catch my drill? Because if I can't, because if we all clicked up and I want to chill with this chick over here and vibe and dance and smoke hookah with this chick over here. But you standing over here to my right, looking crazy like I'm just, hey, come on, let's go over here to my left and deal with these chicks. No, Sarah, that ain't how it go. Like, if you felt some type of way, you should have said something 
earlier on. Like, why would you wait till after y'all have fun, dance, get drunk, do all this, and then get in your feelings? That means while Tanisha and her was over there tending to them damn scribbles, your ass was sitting on that couch looking real lonely and got in your feelings. And we all know what we do when we get in our feelings. We go to thinking, thinking hard, thinking about all kind of shit. Thinking about shit we shouldn't even be thinking about because that's just how deep we is in our feelings. But at the end of the day, I hope Sarah got it, though. I really hope she got it that, I well, shit, to be honest with y'all, we all know she got it now. Because the way she dragging Natalie ass on goddamn YouTube right now, it don't make no sense. She dragging the hell out of Natalie on YouTube. She dragging the hell out of Natalie and Tanisha, saying they purse is fake and all kind of shit. Goddamn Christina up there. She goddamn dragging goddamn Natalie and motherfucking Janelle. Like, what the fuck going on? And then Natalie phoning. Because out of everybody in that house, the only sane one was seven. I ain't gonna lie. She had to get off in Sarah's ass. She got off in Sarah's ass, too. But Seb, we all know that Seven is somebody you don't fuck with. Seven is calm. Seven is cool. Seven is collect. Seven is laid back as fuck. Do you hear me? At the end of the day, I don't even, the person, personally, I don't even feel like Seven wanted to be there. Let alone leave her child. I, that's just my opinion. But she but she went for a bag. That's how I feel. How big was the bag? I, I don't know. But she went for a bag. You feel me? And good thing that Janelle did come and was there. Because I feel like if Janelle wasn't there, Seven probably would have left way earlier than that. But I feel like by Janelle being there, it really gave her, like, you feel me? Some extra strength to stay there. Like, bitch, I got somebody here with me now who, you feel me, I can ride this shit through with. You know? That's how I felt like Seven was. But to be honest, I really felt like Seven did not want to be there. And to hear that Natalie, after the show ended or whatever, that Natalie, that Sarah actually has recordings of Natalie talking shit about Seven... Like that, that, that just really rubbed seven the wrong way because why did everything you saying to this girl, you were so phony with this girl in the house. It was all seven, this seven, that y'all come out here and sit on the porch. It was seven, you know, so friendly, so nice with the girl. And then as soon as the show ends. You up there on Sarah's recording, where she don't record the show ass, talking shit about Seven. Oh, she boring. All she want to do is sit in her room all day and look miserable. And, like, first of all, all y'all hoes doing in this bitch is arguing all day. Y'all arguing over she the motherfucking tissue, Natalie. You don't know what the fuck this girl going through. This girl got a whole damn child at home she could be home with. Being mommy to. Instead, she's feeling like she got to be motherfucker the quiet same one in this motherfucking house with all these hoes acting out the way they acting out. Tanisha with her dramatic ass coming in there every other motherfucking day, stepping, 
with these motherfucking fur coats on and shit like she the head, head, head bitch in charge. With her crazy ass. But she kind of made the show a little bit too because that bitch had me rolling. I ain't going to lie. Tanisha funny as fuck. She funny as fuck. But that crybaby, that crybaby got to get it together. Sarah got to get it together. I guess now she done got it. But like I keep saying, now she done got it together because obviously she on motherfucking YouTube going in on goddamn Natalie and motherfucking Tanisha and anybody else that has something to say about her child. Like, that show, like, and the thing about it is, I can't wait to see what the reunion gonna be like. Because if the reunion is gonna be like anything that I've been watching on YouTube as far as them giving their size of the story of when they was in the house and this and that, that reunion ain't gonna be nothing nice. And a lot of people is gonna be charging that fucking Natalie for the things that she said and the phoniness and the way she put on and all this bullshit. A lot. She gonna be the target of the fucking reunion. Sarah, she already made it clear that she's not motherfucking coming. She's gonna be in fucking Miami. You feel me? Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> we ain't want you there anyway, Sarah, because all you gonna do is cry. We don't want you there any fucking way. But, you know, I ain't gonna hold y'all. That's pretty much it. That's all I had to say. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. There will be many, many, many more to come with more juicy, juicy, juicy tea. This was just my real first one. And I hope you guys liked it, enjoyed it. We'll start following my podcast because I'm going to try to keep them coming on a daily basics you guys and with that being said it's your girl miss snapback body queen with the t and i am out bye guys